I think we're recording now. Yay! Yay! All right, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely uh, picking up. So, all right, welcome back, everybody. It's been a little over a month since our last visit to this uh, very totally uh, totally diverse superhero world. <laughs> um. So let's let's go over real quick, briefly, what happened previously on Flamingo X. Uh, you all are you all are members of Flamingo X, uh, extra or extra governmental organization on your own private island that responds to the world's superpowered threats. And uh, the uh, in the first episode, you guys uh, fought and defeated a robot uh, made by. Isaac Asimov, who's apparently still alive and building murderous robots in this <laughs> in this timeline, he's uh, really branched out. Yeah, uh, you I disca- completely forgot that was a plot point. You also also at the same time a uh, a shadowy organization described as Ma- uh, known as Mace took over the airwaves to announce their impending arrival. Um, uh, then um, you guys found out that your your shared former paramour, uh, <laughs> a superhero named Flamingo, <laughs> <laughs> who each of you at some point in your past had dated, uh, um, and who had the power of multiplicity, uh, was murdered, <laughs> and according to some of you, the power of duplicity. <laughs> No. Oh dear! Man. Uh, so uh, murdered. Uh, so you went to uh, Flamingo's funeral, uh, where you were, um, uh, where you were all pallbearers uh, uh, for your shared for your <laughs> shared problem. What's that? Which has a, had a height problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> And then uh, at this funeral, you were attacked by a mercenary group. Uh, Point of clarification there. Yeah. We were spoken to by a mercenary group, <laughs> which one of us then attacked. They threatened us. I, yeah, we put around taking care of. I mean, they were. I don't know why you have to split hairs. They were threatening us. They were. They were. They were there to murder you. Uh, but they were trying to be polite and wait for the civilians to clear out first. There's nothing polite about murder. The only way you can meet murder is with murder back. <laughs> um, anyway, a, uh, a, a large battle ensued. Um, many coffins were re- uninterred from their graves. <laughs> um, you guys uh, captured uh, captured a couple of them um, after reprogramming their android friend to attack them uh and you're able to uh you're able to track down the one that got away to their uh home uh which i if i believe correctly was flamethrower by tesla was the one that got away um uh to their wisconsin home uh, so you, uh, after after capturing these other two superpowered people, one of which was not cooperative, the other one of which kind of caved like a like a wet blanket. Um, uh, the uh, so you uh, went to the home in Wisconsin uh, and found that mercenary dead, uh, 
and quickly determined through some clever detective work and finding a hidden alcove with some secret recording equipment uh, that he'd been murdered by the same... Oh, I guess I should have mentioned in episode one there was a murder you investigated of a uh, of an armed 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 truck driver. Mm. Armored truck driver. Um, and you, f- you figured out that the uh, person who murdered the mercenary was also uh, the same the same person that murdered the armored truck driver. Uh, and you got a clear visual image of him. He has the... He appears to be a child in appearance, but he wears old-timey clothing with a number four on it. Uh, and... Uh, he uh, he apparently can possess people and then murder themselves. Have them murder themselves, uh, and then exit their body once they're dead. So you get it all in video. Yeah. Uh, and I believe that's where we left off. How how do I open? We put the eyes on the boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, is that you? <laughs> I'm just slowly watching this happen. Like, what is, the, what is going on? <laughs> you, what? My eyes I drew eyes on the on the female superhero's massive breasts. Are, is that in roll twenty? Oh yes. yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just slowly watching this happen. Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, also, that that is a really unfortunate photo. (laughs) Uh, Also, also in the previous two sessions, I discovered that my memories of this of the system were rose colored, and system (laughs) actually kind of sucks a lot. (laughs) Oh wow! Look at that. Okay. Uh, so, you guys are standing uh, in the home of a dead mercenary in Wisconsin. Uh, <laughs> uh, hmm. Green Bay, if I is Green Bay, right? If I remember correctly, I think so. Yeah. That sounds right. Green Bay, Wisconsin. Um, looking at this footage. Um. What do you do? Well, we should probably tell someone about this, and it'd be super great if that person was not in Wisconsin, so we should not be in Wisconsin. <laughs> do we have, like, is there, like, a hard drive or something that we can take with us? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's, like, uh, some convenient SD cards that this all appears to be stored on. I think that Badger wouldn't think of that. She would just assume that she was going to stack all of the computers at once and pick them up and carry them. <laughs> Wait, I thought, there was, I thought there were like some people with us that were gonna that were taking stuff too. Do we bring a team? Yeah, you got like some you got some investig like some investigators and stuff, to, forensic folks uh, that are that are there as well. Uh, uh, you guys on your. Inner, inner ear radios. Uh, the voice of Evelyn Sanchez pops in, uh, and she says, "What's the what's the situation down there?" She says, uh, "I hear I hear our mercenary is dead." Yep, super dead. So wait, just a quick quick question. We captured two guys from the fight, yeah. and then one of those guys gave us information that led us to Wisconsin, right? 
Yeah, yeah. To, to the to the one that got away. Yeah. To the one that got away. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we found him with his brains blown out. Yep. Looking as if he'd done it himself, but then mm. we watched the video. Yeah. And have we thoroughly investigated everything in the area? Uh, in, in this in this uh, <laughs> area, yeah, I'll say yes, just so you can get out of Wisconsin. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. You guys investigated the backyard and found like tire tracks that matched the uh, same tire tracks of the getaway limo and. Mm-hmm. The Great. getaway limo. That seems like not real. It's not real, kid. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay. Right. I, I have written down on my notes Jill Everett. Who is Jill Everett? Oh, uh, he she is the, she is the leader of Mace according to these mercenaries. Oh, oh yeah. So, and presumably we're looking for her. Yes, and Mace. Sounds good. Where do we start with that? Do we start with that, or do we do something else in the meantime? <laughs> well, we can try to hunt down the creepy child thing. Yeah. If we if we follow the tire tracks from the limo, do they lead us directly to this child? <laughs> uh, like, like they uh, the tire tracks like go onto the main road and they're lost very quickly. It's just. Mm. Yeah. And we know how long ago this guy killed. This guy was killed. Yeah, it was less than a day ago. Less than a day. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sorry, I'm making notes. Oh, and I remember, if I remember correctly, also you guys figured out that they were paid, uh, <laughs> paid with the money that was stolen from the armored. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I really... I should have listened to the episode before you... (laughs) It's fine. (sighs) So... we got food, so we're getting distracted a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, So, the next question I have is, is there any way that we can follow the lead of the money? Like, um... Like was they were they paid in cash or were they paid yeah. electronically? Yeah, you found like you found like duffel bags of cash in his house and the same duffel bags that were Okay. So And how did we find out that Jill Everett was the leader? There's a letter or something? Uh one of the uh one of the guys you had, like that was the only name you heard. Oh, okay. She's the leader or face of Mace. Face of Mace? Ace of Mace, opening for Ace of Base. I was just going to say her favorite band is Ace of Base, but you beat me to it. Her favorite film is Arsenic and Old Blades. Alright. Well, I suppose we just gather all the shit and leave then, if we've gotten everything that we need here. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, Shadow Dancer, you are an investigator by trade. Is there anything else you want to do? No, I think I think we did something. I think I did something special in order to find the little room. Uh, I think one of you spent a hero point to have it be there. 
That's right. Mm-hmm. And Alan, don't forget, you guys get all get your hero point back for the session. So, and we only get one hero point per session, right? Yeah. But we can earn more. Uh, yeah. And what are power points? But they don't carry over. Yeah, yeah. you have to uh, do the whole session over. Yeah. Uh, power points are like experience points. They're what let you buy abilities. Oh, so we're not doing that. No. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I can't think of anything to. Can't think of anything else that there might be in this place. So. Because we've thoroughly investigated the secret room, so we've got timestamps of everything. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right, so you guys have a. Uh... And we're done here. Yeah. Get the hell out of Wisconsin. Yep. <laughs> and the lawyer is like, "All right, let's get back on the plane. Let's get the fuck out." <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't been to New York. Oh no, yeah, we have. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's we were at the funeral. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we didn't heading... go, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say, as we're heading to get back on the plane, I see a posting for a farmers market and get very distracted before <laughs> I get pulled back. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wisconsin. They're not going to have anything you want anyway. It's all cheese, <laughs> baby. Yeah. We're going to have a bunch of milk from poorly treated cows. Come on, let's go. We'll find a good farmer's market somewhere for us to go to. We have our own private jet. Mm-hmm. I imagine I imagine there's there's one on the island that's thrown just for him. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, farmer's market. You buy them in one spot. Yeah. I also have my own rankings for vegan cheese. <laughs> I'm top ten list. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Why is everything cool. artisanal with you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys head back in the jet, uh, head back into your island. Uh, uh, while on the jet, uh, you guys upload upload the footage to your crime computer. I'm guessing. Yes. Sure. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Jill says we'll get the text on the uh, facial recognition software for uh, for Eddie Munster there, and we'll figure out what's going on. Jill says that, so we found her already. Uh, not Jill. Uh, Evelyn? E- Evelyn Sanchez. Sorry. And can we see the driver in that video too? Uh, no, you weren't able to see. You just the video was of inside the house. Okay. Uh, you did get a, you did catch a glimpse of the driver and another security camera though. You weren't able to see his face, but he did have a number two on his on his outfit. Remember that part. I should really have that dry cleaned. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> and, the, and the first poop joke of the session awarded. Because... <laughs> Actually, I'm surprised you didn't think of that one, Chris. <laughs> oh goodness! All right, we're a little rusty. We gotta really <laughs> again. We, we gotta hunker down and really, <laughs> really push to get those poop jokes out. <laughs> it hurt how much I rolled my eyes to that. <laughs> oh baby! Oh goodness! Can we um? Can we use the 
facial recognition computers to search for people with numbers on their back <laughs> yeah. in public? <laughs> One through four? Yeah. You need a lot of uh, football team. <laughs> yeah. So your suspects are the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Definitely them. <laughs> You just <laughs> Farm, like it was you all along. <laughs> all right. Uh, so you guys get back to your island. Uh, you're going to have a little bit of. Um, uh, it's going to take them a little time to process the face. Uh, what do you guys? What do you guys do in your in your in between times? I believe I have a burrow that I'm working on. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Right. I've got my own little house underneath the base. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it when he lays his head down and just chills out. Oh, baby. <laughs> Sweet baby. Uh, I, I am checking in on some crocuses that I sent to the president to make sure she likes them. <laughs> uh, she she says she loves them and she's put them in, uh, in the rose garden with the other ones that you've sent. <laughs> uh, right next to her uh, uh, expanded... Um, I forget what they call it. They're just their their garden that they have that they grow food in. Because mm-hmm. you know, the Obamas uh, are pretty decent people about that sort of stuff. <laughs> and most stuff in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm um, going to, I don't know, yoga or some shit like that. <laughs> yoga. yoga in the morning. Uh, beach and alcohol in the afternoon. You're done. You're done with me. Okay, I love you. All right, so you guys relax. <laughs> Shadow Dancer, what about you? What do you do with your brooding self? I think I would be in a yeah wildly inappropriate long-term bender for my lost love, <laughs> <laughs> and just will not, will not shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> I, anyone I talk to. Fletch is trying to be as supportive as possible. <laughs> Gets him like a bottle of really nice scotch. <laughs> I, I'd actually like to see a scene uh, between the two of you. You got yourself into this? Now you have to get yourself now. So Shadow Dancer, you're like uh, brooding in your cave somewhere. Brooding in your cave. There's gotta be a bar on this island. <laughs> You're brooding in the Shadow Dancer Cantina. The one, and they made it because you wouldn't stop asking. It's like the farmers market. <laughs> and it's like the Cartolo deck yeah. scenes. <laughs> so you're you're sitting there brood, brooding, talking to the robotic bartender. You the robot. She was the best. I tell you, yes, sir. <laughs> you've, you've told me many times before, sir. <laughs> Allura, that's when you you come in. I kind of sigh because, yeah, he's still there being sad. <laughs> but I'm generally a nice person. So I'm going to walk up to Mr. Robot Bartender uh, the way the regular stuff and pull out the really, really nice scratch. Mm-hmm. Or a couple of glasses. They're both for you. I don't drink scotch, and I order something fruity. 
All right. The robot makes a uh, Mai Tai with an umbrella in it. Yes. <laughs> Love me a Mai Tai. You're getting really good at these, too. It's been a little while. It's a little, like, motor oil at the beginning, but... <laughs> And turn a bleary eye to Flux. How are you doing? I miss her so much. <laughs> it's dirty enough that I'd <laughs> turn away slightly, <laughs> chuckle to myself, and turn back without him noticing. <laughs> I, have, I, have a, I have a feeling I turned to you. I turned like my face towards you, but my eyes were closed. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you know... It's really tough to lose somebody. <laughs> we had such a future together. <laughs> you guys, by the way, at this point, had been broken up for five years. <laughs> yeah. and, I think, I, and I think the backstory was we went on one date. <laughs> yeah. Well, aren't you also a time traveler? <laughs> no. Aren't right? you from, like, the 60s? Yeah, but I got caught in the shadow dimension in the intervening time. Was kind of what that was. Yeah, so he got like five years ago was in 1962 or whatever. No, no, oh, it was no. like right after he came. It like it's like the only person he's dated in the present. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wasn't it also one of the duplicates too? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. It was one of the duplicates because she couldn't stand me. <laughs> You know, sometimes it's just so hard to get past. <laughs> oh, sorry, I got choked up there a little bit too. I'm sorry. <laughs> After we broke up, I thought I was seeing her everywhere. Uh huh. <laughs> you probably were. <laughs> and I, and I know she's gone, and I and, and I'm not seeing her this time. Oh. I'm going to, um, as he's doing that, turn on like the speakerphone that goes to everyone's hearing aid. <laughs> and I'll just be like, oh, they're there. And then yeah, push these seconds and I scratch over to him. I open one eye so I can grab the glass. <laughs> <laughs> and slurp disgustingly at it. Well, you know, there's... Other metaphorical fish in the metaphorical sea. Are you talking about Guppy? She doesn't like me very much. <laughs> no, she's a bitch. <laughs> Guppy? Who is Guppy? We just made her up. Yeah, she's, oh, a, okay. she's like uh, she's like an Aquaman type. <laughs> uh, quick, quick, quick shot to her, kind of like walking into the bar, hearing that. Just kind of hanging her head and walking back. <laughs> I feel bad, but she is really a bitch. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, we're all very supportive of your feelings and stuff. Um, but no, like, we do have to hunt down crime. Are you going to be good for that? <laughs> I I finished the drink and then I grabbed the other one. I said, "I'm always good to hunt down crime." I throw it back, 
overbalance and fall right off the stool <laughs> and just lay there snoring on the ground. Uh, the robot bartender turns around and on a little chalkboard he has behind the bar just gets a ping of chalk and just puts another tick mark. <laughs> Many tick marks precede it. <laughs> I'd well... I guess my work here is done. <laughs> and I leave. Um, Alright, well I'd also like to do a scene with... Uh, I was thinking with uh, the badger and Greenfist, maybe where the badger's burrowing into some roots or something. <laughs> no, 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 I learned my lesson the first time. I will come down to inspect your burrow. <laughs> Don't be dirty, Swamp Thing. What do you think happens when you enter a badger's burrow? Oh, <laughs> is there a doorbell? <laughs> no, you there is. You have to explain the plants and the bur- and the badgers to you. <laughs> I, I ring her doorbell. <laughs> you only have to ring it once, Matt. You can... <laughs> God damn it, Sean! <laughs> so hard to ignore what's happening in Scranton, and I. <laughs> How drunk are you, motherfuckers, over there? It's not an elevator. You don't have to press it all over and over, and over again. This much, and I say, "What do you want?" I was just coming to see how your renovations were going. They're going. I can show you where the roots of the tree are. Okay. The one that I just found. Sure. I open the door slightly and push them backwards, and close the door securely behind me. <laughs> Follow me. I imagine I'm like crouching very severely or possibly crawling because you are compact. No, I push you out of the door. We're outside again. Oh, okay. You've not allowed me in. No, no. And then I take off walking and um, I would say, how big is the island? It's like a few square miles. A few square miles. Okay. So we walk about a mile and a half south. And I'm like, here, this is the newest one I just found. It's quite a deep burrow. It's not very deep. It doesn't need to be. Mile and a half. It's not deep. That's wide. Oh, God. Depends <laughs> on your perspective. <laughs> so, uh, it's going to be nothing except us. 
just doing <laughs> us. <laughs> I'm going to inspect the tree very closely, make sure that it is healthy. Um, I, I accurately walk you around exactly where uh, where the tunnels meet the uh, the roots. <laughs> I mean, there's literally no words that you can say that aren't going to be turned on you, so you may as well just keep fucking talking at this point. There's, there's no way out of it. There's no way around it. I think I laughed low main up into my nose. <laughs> <laughs> So I will inspect the tree to make sure that it's healthy, and as I'm inspecting it, I will just offhandedly say, so Flamingo's dead, huh? Yeah, that's weird, right? Kinda, yeah. I mean, death is something that people do. Yeah, but it's kind of weird that the one person that we all knew is dead. That's the weird part. I guess. What do you mean you guess? Like, they they must know us, at least know of us, enough to know that we all dated the same person. Well, we are famous. It's uh, a curious coincidence. I pat him on the shoulder for thinking that it's a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. No? I mean, it can't be. <clears throat> It, it, it has to be a targeted attack on us through someone we know. Hmm. Any suspects? Mace. Well, obviously, but we don't know who Mace is or are. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure, like, the people who do the research will you know, point us in the direction of the things that need to be punched. Is it possible that we have another shared past romantic uh, entanglement <laughs> that we are not aware of and that this person is somehow jealous and is striking out in revenge? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I rolled to see how many previous uh, connections I'm going to start listing off. Uh, I came up with 17. <laughs> I start with Flamingo uh, not, not even that. I start with the most recent and I go back one at a time as we discuss, as I discuss each person individually and if he might have also known them. I'm not going to make up 17 new names. Oh. <laughs> I was getting ready to write them down. <laughs> Jimmy Buttman. <laughs> giggling, Chris. They literally just—that <laughs> was the laziest fucking joke I ever. <laughs> Jimmy Buttman. But he got what he wanted. Buttman or Buttman? Buttman. <laughs> Buttman. <laughs> he likes me. I don't know. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. Chris, I love you. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Alright, yeah, so you go through the names, the 17 names, and none of them are in common. Okay. Mm. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, well, it was a theory. Yeah. Worth a shot. So that means someone else has betrayed us. <laughs> Fucking guppy. Guppy. <laughs> Cut to Guppy, like, hanging out in the lagoon, talking to some fish, being like, I just don't understand. I mean, I try to be nice. You should just talking about us behind her bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> she really has no boundaries. <laughs> and the fish are just like, hi, Guppy. And she's like, is that all you know how to say? And they're, she's like, hi, Guppy. Uh, Poor guy. Um, <clears throat> all right. So, uh, as you are concluding this talk, um, uh, Evelyn Sanchez uh, comes on your uh, headsets and says, "Hey, uh, everybody, report to the meeting room as soon as you can. Uh, we got ourselves a break in the case." The robot uh, pulls out a syringe from behind the bar, <laughs> wheels around to the floor, and injects Shadow Dancer. Uh, mm. Shadow Dancer, you, you wake up a few moments later sober. <laughs> we got a case. Thirties cocaine. Amphetamines. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I missed you, my old friend. <laughs> And make my way over to the meeting room. Mm-hmm. Ditto. Me too. All right, uh, Jill's there. Jill? Uh, Jill? Evelyn's there. Evelyn. I got Jill Everett on the mind. <laughs> or is it really Jill Everett? She's like, dun, dun, dun. She's like you got me. Case closed. Twist. We win. (laughs) She says, hello, everybody. Uh, Hope you've enjoyed your brief R&R time. Hate to bring you back out into the street so quick, but we have a break in the case. It's okay. We don't really know how to interact with each other. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't really struck up a true collegial quality yet. (laughs) It's just awkward here. <laughs> the report so far is just poop jokes. <laughs> I like the idea that there's just, I mean, you guys are super powered people who don't have any idea how to interact with other people. <laughs> um, Evelyn says, uh, she says, well, we analyzed the footage that you recovered from Wisconsin. Uh, and she says, the good news is, is you don't have to go back to Wisconsin. <laughs> Okay. I let out an audible sigh of relief. I hold up my hand for anyone to high five it. I have a. <laughs> uh, she says, uh, "We uh, analyzed uh, the picture, uh, the the likeness of this Eddie Munster-looking fellow." Um, I think the term was Eddie Munster-looking motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That is correct. This Eddie Munster-looking. Motherfucker. Thank you. The E M L M F. 
And she says, uh, anyway, she says, uh, we, we got a match. She says, uh, uh, she, she pulls up a photo, uh, that's clearly dated from like the 1920s. Um, and she says, this is, uh, Edwin Wickham. Uh, she says, uh, uh, and this is his, uh, Middle school class uh, photo from 1922. She says uh, where he was a uh, a student in uh, Oxford uh, over in the United Kingdom. You know him? Do I recall anything for, about what might have been his case? Uh, no, this was this was pretty minor news. Uh, yeah. She says uh, Edwin was. Um, Everybody from the 20, 1920s doesn't know each other. I'm pretty sure they do. There's only like 50 people then. <laughs> <laughs> um, she says, um, Edwin was a, a bright student, genius level, was attending University of Oxford, uh, she <clears throat> says, at the age of 12. Uh, she hey. says, how, however, he was expelled for um, conducting experiments that were uh, cruel and unusual and uh, failed to pass ethical muster. As a twelve-year-old, good God! She says yes, and nineteen uh, twenties, and there was really no such thing as like <laughs> ethics in science. <laughs> she says yes, exactly. So that gives you the idea of the extent of his uh, uh-huh. the extent of his depravity. Uh, she says um, anyway. Uh, uh, he uh, he 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 died in nineteen twenty. Uh, as the result of a lab explosion. I feel allegedly coming around. Yeah. Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly, yeah. She says, however, we've found um, certain photos from over the years. And she pulls up like a, just kind of a a kaleidoscope wheel of photos um, that she kind of like, you know, using cool in the air hand gestures kind of throws up (laughs) there and you know, moves around. Um, she says, here he is in the 1940s. Uh, she says, yes, that is, in fact, Nazi Germany. Uh, uh, but you notice that he is wearing the same outfit that he was wearing when you saw him. And in these... Um, she says, here he is uh, in the 1960s. She says, uh, in Argentina. Nazis. Hmm. Were there unusual suicides that have happened, kind of concurrently to when these pictures were taken? Uh, she says we're 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 uh, we're looking into that lead, but presumably yes. She says uh, here he is in the nineteen seventies. She says uh, in California. Um, <laughs> she says, um, and uh, here he is in the nineteen eighties uh, in Stalingrad. Uh, are there any um, other people that are that kind of show up in the background of all of all these photos? Uh, no, they're all very different people. She says these are the only known photos we were able to find of him, at least through our databases. Um, 
She says, we have remarkably little to go on, she says, but maybe um, maybe t- visiting Oxford might be a, a good path. Sweet. So much better than Wisconsin. <laughs> True. Uh, she says, uh, any questions? Um, do we have any questions? I don't think so. Did we see the kid, like, <clears throat> phase or something? Uh, no. like, like from the body? Yeah. <clears throat> like, walk through things or something like that? No, he appears to be pretty corporeal when he's, uh, outside of the body. Um, Okay. Do we have anything to like keep that little shit from possessing us if we we run into him? Hmm, that's a good good question. That doesn't seem like it'd be fun at all. How did he enter these people's bodies? (laughs) After dinner and drinks? (laughs) (laughs) You started it. No. Um, I just asked a question. She says, uh, it appears that eye contact might be the way he does it. Hmm. Can we all get mirrored sunglasses? Right. She says, yes, let's go down to R&D. I've been having a... Badger just pulls hers out from her jacket. (laughs) (laughs) They're not special enough. What if they're not mirrored enough, Badger? They're like this big, and you can see yourself in high definition. Oh, come on! I love going down to R&D! I'll go down to R&D with you, I'm just saying. Fine. This is part of Badger's... I mean, I'm making it up as I go along. (laughs) (laughs) Badger's is really much shit. It it, it seems like Badger would be the type to own those type of glasses. You know, Badabushi. Alright, so uh, (laughs) you guys head down to R&D where you meet up with Kay. Um, she's kind of the uh, tech that uh, handles all of this stuff. Um, and she says, uh, "Hola." She says, "I hear I've I hear you're here for my special sunglasses special." Yes, super special. She says, "Well, check this out." She says, uh, "I've used the latest in." Uh, anti-glare reflection technology to create these pretty bitchin' mirror shades. Bitchin'. Bitchin'. Are they blue blockers? She says, I took some old Warby Parker frames that I had lying around. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand the reference. Oh, I knew I forgot to do something. Or it's it's just a high-end glasses store that Mm. caters to... Rich people? Hipsters, yeah, rich people. Oh, there's a Warby Parker outlet at the U Village Mall if that gives you. Rich people. Okay. <clears throat> you also hear them on like every single podcast ever. Yeah. And now television commercials. So. I, Warby. I, I, I stream the Daily Show on the Comedy Central website, and every every episode there's a Warby Parker advertisement in it. So. <sighs> Guess what? Zinni Optical, thirty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast today brought to you by Zinni Optical. I wear Zinni Optical and I love it. The price, the selection. Yeah, you're not actually getting paid for that. Yeah. 
Um, so she hands you guys the shades. Uh, uh, Green Fist, there's actually like one, some modified ones that are designed to fit your head. I slip yeah. them on. Do they do anything else? She says, uh, Green Fist, you make those look cool. Groovy. She says, they'll also protect your eyes from the sunlight. So, you know. (laughs) Fascinating. She says, says, these are a colossal waste of my talents, but I do what I'm told. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she, like, she points over to like a, a like a workbench that has like a futuristic looking gun in it. Like she's like, I mean this this gun like it shoots it shoots plasma. But like anybody, no sunglasses. I mean we'll I take the plasma gun too. Yeah, I'll take a plasma gun. Yeah, I make grabby hands. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here you go. She hands it to you. She's like, also, I'm pretty sure your generation will uh, take care of any side effects that it might have. And she kind of whispers, radiation. Mm. Okay. I take, I, step away, I take a step away from the badger. <laughs> <laughs> Cover my genitals with my hands. You don't even it's know like what radiation standard. is. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the future for at least five years. No, you know that what you does if you if you consume a little radioactive stuff, it makes you healthier. It gives you powers. Exactly. Twenties, none. Yeah, I know. You're from the twenties. Yeah, but I've been here a while. <laughs> yeah, oh. but how often does radiation come up, really? <laughs> if you watch television, it does. Oh, oh okay. All right, so uh, she says, uh, "All right, well, um, enjoy." Uh, oh, Caitlin, that's an energy weapon that does ten damage. So okay, yeah, that's better than my punching. You finally have a ranged weapon. What's that? You finally have a ranged weapon. Well, I mean, I kind of did throw an object, just you know, anything <laughs> I can put to hand. Uh, but this is an energy weapon. Mm-hmm. That goes in the the long list of things. Powers and devices, probably. Yeah, it's a device. It's removable, oh. obviously. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Your to hit with it probably won't be great. It does ten damage. Mm-hmm. What's your uh, what's what's your agility? <clears throat> Three. Where do I find agility? Uh, should be Is at the top. Dog? Should be at the top. Oh, yeah. Two. Um. Oh, hold on. Range attack. Um. Oh, sorry. It's your dexterity bonus. Whatever your dexterity bonus, that's your to hit with it. Oh wow. So it's only plus two? Yeah. And you don't add anything to that? Uh, no, you'd have to have, like, specific training with it. Bummer. But if you need to shoot something at a range, you can now. I mean, I could also just pick up a car. <laughs> yeah, but there's no cars around. 
You also just throw, you also just throw the gun at them. <laughs> right. Well, I, and I was also wrong. My throne damage is actually twelve. <laughs> anyway, carry on. I'm happy to have a pulse gun. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Evelyn says, "Well, um, thank you, Kay. Uh, anybody else need to use the restroom before we get on the jet?" All right. Well, well, I mean, uh, at this very moment, yes, but in game, no. <laughs> she says. Uh, she says, "Well." She says, "Well, lock your doors, water your plants, and get your ass up to the jet. We're heading to England." Doors here. It's pretty that bad. Well, she, she's looking at Badger. Oh yeah. <laughs> and she said that. Like they have like a cleanup service, like will they like clean out your quarters and stuff for you? But like, I'm assuming you've specifically declined that. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. And actually, the one guy that went in to try to clean the place quit. Hasn't been seen from since, actually. He's <laughs> <laughs> just a sad, bad man. Yeah, Badgerboro Bob, they call him. <laughs> Cautionary tale. All right. So, uh, if this was like a one of those fancy uh, TV shows, it'd be like uh, some establishing shots of Oxford, like old buildings, double-decker buses, uh, foggy weather. Then on the uh, screen in big letters, Oxford. <laughs> uh, as you guys, oh, wow. as you guys <laughs> step off the. Uh, Step up, uh, get get dumped there uh, in the university district. Our our jet setting down on the quad in the, at Oxford. One of the no good. One of the one of the mini quads. So we all know I'm not really an investigations person. I assume we're going to start off by trying to find the oldest person on campus, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Or his department. See if they have any of his notes. What if the oldest person on campus is in this department? That would be um, wildly coincidental. <laughs> but I think who would make would would be uh, narratively make sense. Well, given that it sounds like he was working in the mad science department, that's probably not a small possibility. Yeah. <laughs> what even would be? We don't even know what department he would have been in, besides the my tennis one, which does not. Oh no, we do you have the department? Like she gave you the okay. department. <laughs> Proto physics. Yeah. Proto physics. Science, but with political correctness now, it's like. Oh, fail. Non-standard non investigations. <laughs> okay. I had a joke and I muffed it. Aww. Well, fluff is the wrong word. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really struggling today, guys. <laughs> I, right. I will, I will take a back seat and let the gumshoe gumshoe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> roll me, an, roll, roll me an investigation check. Shall as you said that, I stepped in gum. All right, investigation. 
And it's just a D20? Plus the... Plus your investigation. Second. Yeah. 28. All right. Um, so, uh, you find... Um, yeah, you find the oldest person uh, from, <laughs> from that department uh, who uh, is so a professor emeritus. Uh, her name is uh, Dame Marnie Dickens. And uh, she is a Nobel laureate. Nobel for what? Professors. For Nobel for what? No. But yes, for <laughs> physics. But for physics. So if she was born in 1920, she'd be 90. Is she 114? <laughs> uh, she, no, no she, was, she wasn't alive at this time. She's, she's 98 years old. Damn it. <laughs> well, there goes my plan. <laughs> what is your plan to question her? <laughs> I told you I'm not good at this. <laughs> so we will... Uh, Dr. Dickinson. Questioner. Dr. Dickinson, do you know anything about an Edwin Wickham? Wickham? Wickham. All right. Wickham. Well, let, me, let me set the stage. All right. So, uh, you guys, um, you actually find out that despite the fact that she's 98 years old, she still, uh, she still walks into work every day. Over there. Uh, over at Trinity College. And, uh,. <clears throat> So you uh, you walk into the old halls of Trinity College, um, which is you know one of the one of the many colleges of the University of Oxford, uh, and uh, you find uh, you find a spry but uh, definitely advanced in age old woman uh, sitting behind a microscope, kind of uh, chatting to herself merrily. Oh yes, this physics. This uh, this particle. This is physics. Sorry, this, <laughs> this particle's behaving quite abnormal. <laughs> These delicious physics that I concocted today. This is great, Dave. Oh, physics. <laughs> I, a seven-foot plant monster in reflective glasses, approach. <laughs> And very gently tap her on the shoulder. Excuse me, Dr. Dickinson. <laughs> she says, it's, it's, it's Dickens, hun. And she turns up and looks up at you. And says, oh my. She says, you are quite the tall plant man. <laughs> this is a true statement. She says, would you care for a cuppa, honey? Uh, I, I I look at the rest of them. Would I care for a cuppa? Yes. Is... Sure. Yes. We're gonna have a lovely chat. Might as well do it over some. She says, "Oh, and you've brought some friends as well." I see. Well, don't you all sit down? She hey. says. She says, "I have a a box of tea." She says, "I think I've got enough packets for the lot of you." Great. She flips on a kettle. And uh, hums while it boils, and she says, "She says I've always found that boiling water is quite the exciting process." She says, 
<laughs> she says, uh, she says, you know, heat is just the ex- ex- excitement of particles moving quicker and quicker. So eventually, the water changes states. I lean over. <laughs> I forget what's your superhero name, Amanda. Flux. Flex. I lean over to Flux. <clears throat> Was that a pickup line? I I don't know. Also, was any of that actually true? Or I, I, I'm out of my out of my league here. <clears throat> well, Doctor Dickens, we are here to uh, inquire about an Edwin Wickham, who uh, was uh, a member of this university in 1922. She says, "She says, tut tut tut, not till we have the tea." Okay. And uh, a few minutes later, she. Uh, Pours each of you a cup of it and some very nice uh, porcelain tea glass, tea mugs, or tea cups, and uh, says, "Anybody want any cream or sugar?" No thanks. No thanks. I watch her hands very carefully to make sure she doesn't poison us. <laughs> she sits down, kind of brings the mug to her her mouth and sniffs it, breathes it out. And takes a, a, a slurping slip and sits it back down. <laughs> and she says, okay, now, now, now we can talk. She says, what's... <laughs> she says, did you say Edwin Wickham? Yes. Mm-hmm. He was apparently a member of this department in 1922. Very sure, young. I brought a picture. I brought a picture. Mm-hmm. Mm. She says you're talking of the boogeyman. Yes? What? Yeah. <laughs> I what? agree. She says that's, she says that's that's the name he's known here as in urban legends. <clears throat> the boogeyman. <clears throat> oh. Why is that? Mm. Ghastly <laughs> affair, she says. Um but, you know, before my time, she says I was born in nineteen twenty. She says a few years after I was born, he Apparently died here in a lab explosion, something dreadful. She says, however, for years, for, for years afterwards, people would swear they saw him in the hallways. She says, and of course, you know, over the years they said, you know, it was always the same thing. The young boy dressed in the old-timey clothing, she says. So we called him the boogeyman. Just your sort of local, local superstitious nonsense that... You know the the uh, the upper classmen tell the freshmen, you know that sort of thing. Um, was four ever mentioned? Sorry, I didn't catch that, Caitlin. Was the number four ever mentioned? With the boogeyman, I don't believe so. Also, in none of those photos you saw over the years, did he have a four on him? Mm. Do we see his back in each of them, or just? Yeah, you, you, from the, from the multiple angles you saw, the four is apparently a new thing. Oh, uh, where was this lab? Where's that dossier? She says, "I'm afraid it's been um turned tore down and turned into uh, a block of flats." Might his uh, notes be anywhere? She says, well, 
Everything's out. Cool. So, yeah, I'll get the rest of it later tonight from the porch. Hey. All right. See ya. Yeah. Bye. Hey, uh, you mind just leaving the mail in the mailbox? If it shows up, I'll stop by and check every day to see if there's anything in there. Sure. All right. I'll be in touch. All right. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, thanks. Do you know if there was ever a body recovered in, you know, the urban legends and lore? Oh, no, she says. An explosion, she says. Yeah, but I've seen lots of explosions and caused lots of explosions. And sometimes there's little hunks of things left around. A little bit. A little bits of victim. <laughs> she says a dreadful thing for her sister, though. Yeah, sure. Interesting. Oh, yes. She was um, 13 at the time of the explosion, I believe. Was she also super genius? Twin sister? Uh, she says, not a 20 year older, if I remember correct, memory serves. I mean, you'd, you'd, you'd have to ask her. Is she still around? Oh, yes. One of the, one of the oldest citizens of Oxford, 108 years old. Huh. So we shouldn't find the oldest person here. <laughs> Good roll, Sean. <laughs> she says, um, she says uh, her family is of uh, considerable wealth and influence in the community. Um, she says, uh, you know, they, after the explosion took the life of their son, she says the parents... The parents would donate money to the school and, you know, get buildings they named after them. That sort of thing. Uh, she became quite the debutante herself, she says. Uh, she says, always, always out and about in high society. She says, actually, someone I looked up to as a younger, younger woman. Well, and she, like, kind of lean over towards Greenfest, and I'm like, I don't know about you, but that sounds suspicious as fuck to me. <laughs> Go with that. Philanthropy is suspicious. I'm getting better at this. <laughs> well, it sounds like that's someone we should talk to. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time and the tea. Oh, she says, of course, it's nice to get some visitors. You know, I often feel forgotten up here in my tower. <laughs> would would his notes have been collected anywhere after his death? She says, hard to say, dear. I mean, it was almost a hundred years ago. She says, it's possible they are somewhere, but I have no idea where they would be. All right, so shall we uh, find the next old lady to talk to? <laughs> Jane Spooner is her name now. Jane Spooner. Mm-hmm. Why did we say that at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> well, By any chance, have you heard the name Bill Everett? Can't say that I have, darling. Okay. Is there anything else I can help you with? I mean, if you, you, know, you, 
What's his name again? His Edwin, real name? Edwin Wickedham. Uh, if you see uh, too funny, we were calling him Eddie Munster, and his actual name's Edwin. Ooh, what is that? No. Um, <laughs> if you see Edwin, don't look him in the eye. He's more of a boogeyman than you may realize. Oh, well, that's all superstition, right? Nope. <laughs> she says, what do you mean by that? I mean, he's walking around killing people with his brain. <laughs> he's, he's able to take control of people's minds. Just with, with some sort of device? or No, that's just what his brain does. We believe it's a natural talent. Archer being explaining what I'm saying. It makes sense what I'm saying. She says, so he's using some form of mind control. Yep. She says, what sort of limits does he have on these powers? Unfortunately, we don't know yet. Well, we believe he has to make eye contact in order to control someone. I'm getting real, I'm getting real fucking nervous here. <laughs> does she say, does, she, does, does he have to maintain eye contact the entire time? I don't know. No. 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 Hmm. Is there something like a, I don't know, perception check or something you can do on a little yeah. lady? <laughs> Insight. I wish to inspect this little old lady. I would like to gain insight onto how little and old she may be. Not really. Okay. I got a seven, so, no. She appears to be very old. She, she appears, I mean, she is a Nobel laureate physicist in a world of super science, so it's just, she's just, uh, Fascinated by this thing. Do do we know the answer to her question? The guy, I mean, the kid didn't. Was the kid in in visual contact with the, with flamethrower the whole time? Flamethrower by Tesla. You maybe you guys have picked up that like the kid like when he you, you get the idea that he actually possesses the body inside. Uh, yeah. yeah. Does his physical body disappear? Yes. Ah. Oh, okay. And you guys so, saw it re- you guys saw it reappear after that guy died. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. So I would tell her that that it appears that he goes that he possesses the body. I don't know physically, I guess, and then doesn't leave until the body is gone. She says that's fascinating. It appears he's able to convert his body into some form of energy. And is able to utilize it to manipulate the electrons in his brain. Well, and you that might be so. I mean, I've heard crazier sounding things in my life. Well, I spent 20 years in a demon dimension, so. Yeah, yeah that's one of them. <laughs> or 40 years. Spent some time. 20 years. Maybe undervaluing how long you were there for a minute. <laughs> Every time he talks about it, it's a different length of time. <laughs> For 72 years. <laughs> oh, she says, you're a shadow dancer. 
I am. She says, I think I remember seeing some cereals about you when I was a kid. Probably. You had your own cereal? Mm-hmm. What we used to call newsreels. Weird. Yes, we used to get our news from the movie theaters. It was quite a different time. Seems like a lot of effort. Huh. Yes, yes. She says, well, anyway, just remember, um... If, you're, if you'd like to contain them, just find something that can contain energy. Mm. Battery? Oh, what are those things called? Batteries. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, Ghostbusters-esque. A proton pack? There it is. Proton pack's what catches it. It's the, the containment thingy that contains it. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking of, like, a bell jar, Sean? Bell- yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Do you, would you happen to have a bell jar handy? She says, no, I was never a fan of Sylvia Plath. Apparently we have we have wise ass in, in good content. <laughs> How can you contain that energy? Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> well, do you know of a lab where uh, we might be able to? No, she up? says I have a bell jar. Of course I do. It's a it's an advanced research laboratory. Mind if we borrow it? Sure, sure. It's, Mind if we pay you for it and keep it forever? Mm-hmm. And that she says it's it's the property of England. She says so. No need to pay me. She says the uh, the old, good old United Kingdom was happy to help out. Oh, give our thanks to the Queen, I guess. Oh, mm-hmm. she says I will the next time Lizzie calls. Okay. <laughs> and I just like turn and like shrug incredulously over to my right. <laughs> Grab the bell jar. Up it under my arm. <clears throat> All right. So you guys have acquired a bell jar. Can we go find Jane Spooner? Sure. Mm-hmm. Why aren't there any bells in there? I just start to weep quietly. <laughs> <laughs> I reach over and you go to high five Badger. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I high five you. State of education. All right. So, <clears throat> where to now? Jane house. Yeah. Actually, since we're still in Oxford, do they have... Can I find out if they have, like, a, um... Uh, what would you call it? Like, a special collections room in their library? Because I think if any if any of his notes exist, they might, they'd probably be in that kind of a place. Alright, um... While we're, while we're here, anyway. Uh... So, you quickly figure out that, um... That uh, I tell you what, do you want to spend a hero point to find his notes, or otherwise it'll take hours of of research, days, weeks, months, maybe. Um. Yeah, why not? This is kind of in my wheelhouse. So. Okay. Uh, 
so you go down the, to the special collections um, with your uh, with your uh, bell jar, <laughs> uh, and you meet uh, kind of a, a mousy looking man who's wearing um, a sweater vest and kind of a, a very fetching uh, pressed shirt underneath of it, a little tie. And, uh, he says, and "So you re- you request for him from him the uh, the notes of Edwin Wickham." And he says, "Oh, well, that's actually quite the coincidence." He says, um, "Did somebody come and get them earlier today?" Uh, he says, "Well, they didn't come get them, but he says uh, yes, they were looked at recently." Mm-hmm. By whom? Uh, he Is it says. Jill Everett? <laughs> Uh, he says the uh, the person who who uh, checked it out. He says they claimed their name was a Felix Pickles. Nicole <laughs> little on her laughter. He says it was a younger younger lad. He says dressed kind of funnily. He says it was. Did he kind of look like Eddie Munster? Or like this, and I show him one of the pictures from the... Oh, yes, that's the lad. That's Felix right there. Yes, are you a school teacher of his? Yeah. He's very, very polite, he says. I'm just imagining what our characters look like, and then this guy's asking if we're school, school teachers for this kid. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you guys are... <laughs> Yes. No, I like it. I like. I just like this guy. No, this guy. This guy is just that clueless. We're not exactly incognito. We, we, yes, we're his school teachers. We need to take him for detention. (laughs) He's failing maths. He says, "Oh my!" He says, "Well, um, here you go. Here's the work." He says, "Um, and do you have a library card?" Do we have the? I assume we have like an ID card from the superhero agency that we belong to. Do we have one of those uh, Doctor Who cards? <laughs> and he says, "Are you wishing to take this out of the library?" No, I don't think so. But we might like we might ask uh, Arnie Dickens to take uh, to take a look at them after we're done browsing. Oh, D- Dame, Dame Dickens, yes, quite the. Quite the inspirational woman she is. 90, oh. 98 years old and still walking to work every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think we're going to take him out, but we're just going to go over there and read through it. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me know if there's anything else I can do to help. Sounds right. <laughs> I, like, I like how you smile and nod when you talk as this character. <laughs> it's, it's a good thing. Okay, so we look through the papers. Mm-hmm. Um, do we find anything of note? Uh, note sure. Search? Yeah, you find uh, you find that he was doing um, research, like converting matter into energy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, you also find a bunch of like notes of um, like subjects he was testing us on, including human subjects. Uh, pretty much, he it looks like he um, he paid. Uh, you gather that he paid. Um, Kind of vagrants and poor people to uh, be research study research people, uh, and a lot of them died, hmm. or yep. got, or got converted into energy, and then 
Um, a thousand percent. <laughs> Textbook. Um, and, uh, yeah, you find, um, pretty much you find the notes for his last experiment, uh, where this is, he said, kind of like in his notes, he was, he was villain monologuing about how, you know, even though they were shutting him down, this one would prove this genius and, you know, of course he would use none other than himself as the subject to prove its effect, efficacy and... Okay. Gen- generally just nut bar stuff. So. Uh, yeah, but it does give you um, kind nut of the technical... That's the fact that he succeeded. Yeah. But it also does kind of give you the um, technical, uh, like how he did it. Um, and so that might be useful for K to like develop some sort of more effective protection or uh, disabling device or something like that. Uh, is there any way we can scan these real quickly and send them to K? I mean, if only they invented some sort of pocket device in the super science world that could take pictures and like send them wirelessly places. Crazy thought, right? Yeah. Can I spend a hero point? You go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you can. You can. You can. You can snap pictures with your super smartphones and have them transmitted. I like to think that maybe you start actually saying that. I wonder how we're going to get these to K. And one of us just slowly pulls their phone out of their pocket <laughs> while making eye contact with you and then looks away. <laughs> and does the thing. I do like the idea of you just kind of forgetting about modern conveniences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how are we going to wire these over to the West Coast? <laughs> <laughs> Don't, because it happens to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, oh, if only I could, and then we had a remote control. <laughs> oh, if only he's a car. <laughs> you need to get a, you need to get a camera put into your shoe phone. <laughs> all right, all right. So we scan all that stuff and send it over to Kay and mm-hmm. ask a ask for a pen and paper, and I write a little note to Dame Dickens with our phone number and you know if she wouldn't mind reviewing these notes to see if there's anything that we've missed Mm. and ask the librarian to send them over to her yeah Um, she says well I know we're about the same age but uh, I am unavailable (laughs) she says but I will look at these uh, and let you know if there's anything (laughs) It's nice that you came down on your feet. <laughs> you gotta start slow. <laughs> you gotta put yourself out there. That's the most important step. My skills are a little dusty all this time. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so um what next? Uh, Kay is very excited to look at this, and she says, um, I'll get working on stuff right away, she says. Uh, she says, I'm sure I can figure out something. Okay. While, um, while you're thinking about it, would there be any reason to keep carrying this bell jar around? <laughs> or was that just a stupid idea? She says, well, bell jars can be used to contain a vacuum, 
I don't know how it'd help you in your current situation, though, but I'm sure you'll figure something out. All right. <laughs> I put the bell jar with the notes to be delivered to Dame Dickens. It was kind of a good idea. A for effort. <laughs> Shall we go past her 108-year-old woman? Yeah. Yes. And actually, energy can be contained by electromagnetic fields. Probably. So we don't need a bell jar. I was thinking that the whole time, but I was waiting for you to get to that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Uh-huh. Full of the shits. Mm-hmm. Alright, so um, I'm just going to assume that you guys have uh, somebody look up where Jane Spooner lives. Uh, With our magical devices? With your magical devices. Um, uh, Evelyn comes back in and says, uh, yes, uh, we found an address for her. She lives in Bletchley. Uh, she, she says it's a uh, it's a little... Um, it's a little mid-sized uh, village uh, northeast of Oxford, she says. Uh, maybe 40 minutes by car. So we take the jet? <laughs> <laughs> now, I'd imagine that uh, Greenfest doesn't let us overuse the jet too much because of the emissions. <laughs> well, no, you guys have a carbon-free jet, remember? Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the only reason he lets us use it at all. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. we'd be walking everywhere. <laughs> all right, so to the jet, to the flamingo right. mobile. All right, so you guys, um, uh, hop back in the jet, jet for like three <laughs> minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and find yourselves outside a very fancy-looking house in Bletchley. Here, I've I've sent a screenshot of the house to you. Uh, in the messenger. Um, Greenfest, did you feel like a little betrayed by Tesla when you fight a uh, flamethrower by Tesla? What was that question? Did you feel a little uh, betrayed by Tesla when we had to fight flamethrower of Tes- by Tesla? Oh, no. by the company when we had to fight flamethrower by Tesla. Oh, no? Okay. Trying to what drive a wedge between Greenfist I, I, I do not have a pre-existing relationship with the Tesla Corporation. Oh. <clears throat> we thought you were a Tesla. Yeah. Alright, so yeah, you guys find yourselves in Bletchley in front of a very um, very uh, large estate uh, there's a uh, kind of a drive that leads up to it and a large wooden door. <clears throat> what do you do? Knock on the door. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's actually one of those pull ropes that rings a bell inside if you're so inclined. I am hella inclined. <laughs> Very much inclined. So you pull, you pull the... Uh, you pull her open, you hear like, bum, 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 come from inside the house. A moment, la- 
A moment later, uh, a young-looking woman, uh, probably in her mid-thirties, uh, answers the door and says, Oh, hello. Um, can I, can I help you? Uh, she says, uh, Halloween's not for a while yet. Rude. (laughs) (laughs) We're superheroes. Can we talk to Jane Spooner? (laughs) She says, you want to talk to Jane? She says, and who, and who should I tell her is here? What do we call ourselves? Do we call ourselves? Flamingo the- X. Okay. Uh, famous. What's that? Shadow dancer from all the cereals. Uh, <laughs> we are. We are Flamingo X, and we're we're on a case. Say. Oh, she says. <laughs> well, do you do you have some form of identification? We do. Seven foot plant monster. Don't do it for you. We have IDs. He He's a black person. person. Monster. Just a moment. moment. (laughs) She shuts the door. God, that's a loaded language. No, you're from the (laughs) twenties. I I apologize. It's okay. Monster is just a word that humans use to describe something they fear and don't understand. So I'm actually okay with it. Alright, uh, a few moments later she opens the door and says, well, um, apparently uh, apparently um, Madam Spooner is a fan of your serial work uh, uh, and she will see the lot of you she says, um, though I would have to ask that you please um, step around to the back terrace, she says, I don't want anything tracked into the house she says, the maids have a hard enough time already Why do the maids have a hard time? She kind of gestures to the vastness of it. She says there's a lot of dusting to be done. Hmm. Alright, right, whatever. Rude, but she kind of looks at uh she kind of looks at Green Fist and she says I don't want to track anything into the house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's trying to raise us. Yeah. I'm sorry. I look at my feet. He missed. Because he's Jewish, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> <Friend> British people. Jesus, <laughs> 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 lady, that's just anti-Semitic. <laughs> oh. Happy Hanukkah, everybody! Happy Hanukkah. Uh, <laughs> is today the first night or the second night of Hanukkah? I think it's the first. I believe it's the first. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. Anyway, <laughs> you're saying they say that Semitism is alive and well in Britain these days. It totally is. <laughs> I mean, a man is not wrong. Yeah, that's true. All right, so uh, you guys are led to yes, the back of this vast, uh, this vast estate. Um, uh, the house is actually even, even uh, deeper uh, than it looks like from the front. Uh, you get the idea that this is probably a five or six thousand square foot house. Mm. Um, uh, and the the backyard of it uh, kind of overlooks uh, some kind of pastoral looking lakes, uh, and then like Bletchem stretched out behind that. 
and all of its all of its mid-sized English village glory. Uh, and uh, some some um, uh, some of the house staff comes out and sets up some chairs and uh, puts out like a pitcher of water and some tea and some snacks and some umbrellas to give you some shade. Uh, and then about thirty minutes later, <laughs> uh, uh, a very very old looking woman is being wheeled out uh, in a wheelchair. Uh, she's got like she, she's she's got like a blanket over her lap, uh, kind of um, uh, long silver hair. Uh, you know her skin is paper thin and you know very wrinkly, of course. But uh, you get the idea. Like behind her, like high cheekbones and uh, uh, kind of sharp sharp blue eyes. That at one point that she's probably a very conventionally attractive young woman. Quite the looker, say. <laughs> Oh, and uh, she kind of get uh, her. She gets wheeled up, and she kind of looks back, and she says, "Thank you, Helen." The person at the door, who you now know is named Helen, nods and just kind of takes like a few steps back, but kind of hovers behind her. She says, "Welcome to uh, Bletchley." She says. Not quite a lot of traffic we get out here these days. She says, I'm assuming the four of you are here because of my brother. Yes. Got him. She says, well, he is really the specter that has dogged my heels for my whole long life. In more ways than one. Mm -hmm. Okay. What are the ways? She says, well, his abhorrent... His abhorrent research... Those poor peasants that he murdered... Peasants. Peasants. Um, Mm. She says, uh, that would be way number one. (laughs) she says and then the fact that he has appeared to me as an apparition for the 80 years since from time to time that would be way number two what does he do what was that young lady what does he do when he appears as an apparition Oh, he wants to catch up on this or that. Mm, you know, life. What I'm doing. He always appears as a boy, though. That malevolent little shit that he was. <laughs> she says, I don't know if he actually has any interest in me or if he just... Enjoys watching me grow old. So, you think he delights in your aging while he remains young? Mm, it would not surprise me. That is. That is, that is his way. Hmm. Oh. 
Siblings are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Does he ever speak to you about his plans? Plans? Oh no, honey. I don't think I don't think he entrusts me with those plans. I wasn't even sure if he was real or just a growing ab- uh, um, apparition of my dementia. Mm. You don't have dementia, at least not when it comes to this guy. Well, I don't know if that is, in fact, heartening or not. <laughs> I think I would rather it be the dementia, she says. He was a stain on society and a menace to everybody he came in contact with. Does she says... Con- Sorry. Go ahead. Does, she, does he show up consistently on any specific date? No, nothing nothing that easy, I'm afraid. She says, um What 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 is it I can tell you about him? What is it what is it this hundred and eight year old body can divulge for your investigation? I mean if you knew where he was, that would help, but that <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> She says, yes, unfortunately. She says, I, unfortunately, perhaps. She says, I, I'm not aware of where he is currently. Hmm. Have you ever heard the name Jill Everett? Jill Everett. She says, can't say that I have. She says, was she a member of the society? Is a society? Hi, society, darling. The- oh, you see, we usually just deal with secret societies, so you can understand my confusion for the brief moment. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about no offense to anybody here, but the uh, the um, the upper class. Yeah, you know what? You have to pick that up. Well, people say no offense and then offend you. Try to offend. Let's see. Do you have any of his personal effects still in the house? She says nothing that belongs to him. However, there is something I have that he seems eager to grab from my corpse. Hmm. Which is? Uh. She uh, reaches into one of her pockets and pulls out a rather plain-looking gold band. Hmm. She says, this belonged to our father. (laughs) She says, um, he wore it every day, she says, uh, until our mother died. Then he entrusted it to me. Hmm. Do you know why he wants it so badly? He was always trying to impress father. She says he was father was quite the um, quite the brilliant mind in his own right. She says okay. produced the vast fortune that has made my life so easy. Can I tell if there's anything? 
any sort of other energy besides just like gold metalness in it? Uh, yeah, roll me perception check. Mm. Hey, you're real nice. <laughs> Ooh, that's a 17. Oh, no. I bought the wrong ice cream. What'd you buy? Give me some more. What did you mean to buy? I don't know, some peanut butter chocolate thing. Oh. Pretty pissed, pissed with myself. What were you hoping to get? Some peanut butter chocolate mix thing. 28? Uh, yeah, the ring that appears to be gold is actually made of some strange metal um, that appears to have some sort of, like, um, it, it, it interacts strangely with um, energy. Was Were any strange compounds mentioned in his notes? Uh, in um, Edwin's notes? Um, yeah, like he, he was working with experimental compounds. Um, mm-hmm. uh, she says, anyway, uh, she says, um, she says, this ring, um, this ring, she says, uh, was father's, and, uh, I think that's why he wants it, she says, for his approval. She always wanted his approval. Is Can you think of any reason why he hasn't just taken it from you? She says, well, I... I think he's just waiting for me to die. She says, no harm for him to wait. Patient little cuss. Mm. Devilishly patient, she says. She says, don't underestimate his patience or his capability to do evil. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Can you share with us that uh, you found something? I haven't because I'm not quite sure how to Okay. Go about it. Yeah, that's cool. I just need to plan my own call. If we were playing D and D, I'd tell you guys secretly in your brains, but we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have powers like those. He's very old. He just talk quietly. It's true. <laughs> I, I kind of like lean over and whisper to Badger. Just, don't you have good? He- do you have good hearing? Like super hearing? Um, Chris. I don't remember. You'd have to look at your sheet. How would I find that? Uh, it would just if it was something you had, it would be on there. No, damn it. Well, I ain't trying to whisper quietly enough that a hundred and five year old can't hear, but loudly enough that somebody, a normal person, hears. You, hear. you, you guys have in your microphones that you, you know, you could just whisper into that. Okay. Like, I'm right next to me, though. Okay, yeah. fine. I whisper to the microphone. <laughs> I do Wait. one of these. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Uh, that is some wacky-ass metal compound and not gold, and that probably has something to do with, I don't know, the bullshit that this little fucker is up to. Over and out. <laughs> Roger, Roger. Hmm. She says, so is this, has my brother been up to no good? Is that why you're here? He's killed a lot of people. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's murdering some folks. That's just in like the last three days. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who knows what he was up to? He has in a lot of bad places. It was probably not great stuff. She says, well, I implore you then to find him and stop him. He keeps Would you for be the for the ring? willing to help us try to do that? She says, oh my, yes, she says. If I could outlive that fucker, I would be quite the happy old lady. Uh, I lean forward a bit, and I, I look at her, and I'm like, it, it concerns me that he's never physically tried to take the ring from you. So... What I'd like to do, with your permission, is try to take it from you and see if it does anything. Because I have this thing that it's really hard for me to die. <laughs> so if it's going to zap somebody, I'm really the best one to find out if that's something it's going to do. You want you want to look at the ring? Yeah. <laughs> she says, it's my precious. No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I knew it. You have a larger problem. <laughs> she uh, she takes the ring out of her pocket and puts it in your palm. Does anything happen? Uh, no. I mean, it does feel it feels weird. Like it feels like um, heavier than it should for okay. a gold ring. It kind of smells like old lady. <laughs> okay, but it doesn't zap me of energy or anything. No. Do you mind if we uh, take this back to our lab and see if there's anything from the compounds in this that we could use to maybe nullify the effects that turned your brother into a super-powered asshole as opposed to just a normal asshole? She says, will it help you put an end to his reign of terror? That's what we're hoping. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She says, then yes, I lend it to you. She says... If you are able to stop him, she says, I just ask that you bring it back so that I might be buried with it. Okay. She says, for, she says okay. for I certainly have fewer days ahead of me than behind me. <laughs> if he shows up and I give her a card, please tell him where he can find it. <clears throat> She says, quite, quite, quite. She says, well, I'm getting quite tired, she says. Sitting out in this brutal weather, it's like slightly foggy and (laughs) damp. She says, does take quite the toll on the body. Agreed. It was very lovely to meet you. Yes, and you as well. You as well. She says, and, uh, you know, you haven't aged a day since those old cereals that used to delight us at the theater. I I feel old on the inside sometimes. Mm, She says, me too, believe it or not. <laughs> Always nice to meet a fan. Would you like an autograph before I go? She says, What on earth would I do with that? <laughs> <laughs> she says, 
She says, oh, I'm in the process of trying to expunge myself of possessions, not take them upon my... <laughs> she says, bad enough that I don't have any heirs to leave the house to. Mm. <laughs> All right, she says, Miss Slaymaker, if you would please wheel me back into the house. Miss what? Slaymaker. Her name is Helen Slaymaker, dear. I eye Helen a little bit closer. <laughs> uh, she says, uh, Prunella will lead you back around the side of the house. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And she says, hey, and if you do figure out something about my little brother, please... Let me know. Of course. Doesn't the name Felix Pickles mean anything to you? Who's the cat? Damn it. That's, she says, she's like, Felix Pickles? She says that was the name of a childhood cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, said, Felix, he was such a good puss. <laughs> you, you set that up in advance and, and Amanda ruined it for you, didn't she? <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you guys asked about the name Felix Pickle, she would have told you it was the cat. But Amanda got there. <laughs> the Amanda train got the, arrived at that station just before I could. <laughs> Sorry. Don't be. Awesome. All right, so uh, you guys are led back around to the front of the of the estate. Um. Did we land her our jet rudely in her front yard? Yes, absolutely. Right across the street. <laughs> That's what I assumed. Um, oh, shit. What was the name of your fighter pilot? Your jet pilot? Do what? Uh, Rachel Domingo. Hellcat. Hellcat. Yeah. Rachel Hellcat Domingo. Hellcat says, well, did you guys get everything you needed here at this crusty old lady's house? I believe so. Yeah, we actually got some information. Hopefully. Good, good. She says, where to next? The lab? Uh, back to the Hopefully. island? Yeah, the island. Yeah, we gotta go to K. All the right. ring here sounds fun. The ring? Yeah. Hmm? The, ring. the ring, yeah. All right. Do we have any sort of uh, scientific equipment on the jet? Sure. Sure. Do we do? Do what any of us do? have any scientific ability? Nope. No. Is am I bound by by some sort of stat on this? No. Or can, or can I push buttons on a computer? Yeah, you put it in the computer and push some buttons. <laughs> I'm going to take it and put it under a magnifying glass. I mean, a microscope and be like, ooh, science. <laughs> what did I roll for that? Uh, roll me a deception check. <laughs> this is pretty good. Um. <laughs> Seventeen. <laughs> uh, all right, so you uh, 
You you put it you put it into the scanner and the scientists back at the lab take a look at it. Uh, Kay uh, comes over your intercom from you know halfway across the world and she's like, "Holy shit! Where'd you guys pull this out of?" Old lady, an old lady's hand. She's like, "Did you kill her? <laughs> Jesus!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely dead. Oh, death comes like really really close. Minutes away. Um, she says, This is made of some sort of alien metal. I knew it! Nice. Cool. She says, okay, It has. Rest. <laughs> uh, she says, It has some sort of. It has strange energy properties. She says, um, uh, We might be able to do something with this. Well, you can't destroy it. Okay. Or change it. Can I reshape it and put it back the way I found it later? Can yes. you 100% guarantee me that you can put it back the way you found it later? She does some calculations. There. Yeah. Okay. Or at least really close. She's super old. Her eyesight can't be that great. What's it? Or at least close enough. She's super old. Her eyesight can't be that great. <clears throat> She says, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll she says, I'll make a mold of it. Uh, she says, and uh, you know, a bunch of electron microscope uh, images of it. Make sure I get the, everything exactly the way it was. Scratches, dents, etc. Uh, and then I'm going to take it apart. Alright. Sounds good. Just know that if you can't put it back 100%, you might actually kill a 108-year-old little old lady. From sadness. The needs of the world, Badger. Pure sadness. The needs of a many. She says, yeah. what are the odds, though, that if I if we give it back to her and she dies like a few days later, it wasn't her time? <laughs> she is very old. I keep my expression as stern as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, uh, you guys spent a few hours in the jet. Uh... Uh, and make it back to your private island. Probably midnight now, right? Yeah, it's pretty late in the day. Uh, uh, Kay is waiting for you guys at the landing pad, uh, eager to take possession of the of the ring. Grabby hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. And she says, I think I can, she says, I think there's enough material here that I can transform it into some sort of containment device. Nice. Okay. Like a bell jar? Like a what? <laughs> she says, yes, like a large bell jar. Large? Well, it's kind of large enough to hold a person. Bunch of assholes. I'm on a super team with a bunch of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have it any other way and I slap his back as I walk by almost like you're on one of the A-list tunes <laughs> you're all assholes <laughs> alright so what do you guys do um, Evelyn says well this is some great progress she says we, we're developing a way to stop him she says we know who he is uh, unfortunately it doesn't lead us to much more information about Mace but she I mean, says only connection we have to Mace, right? She says currently, yes. 
She says, um, but still, good work today. Good work. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and then we I guess we get on with our awkward hangouts. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so um, you guys are all doing, I'm assuming, burrowing and gardening and drinking and beaching. Is that kind of the... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, Green Fist. Uh, you're in your garden. Mm-hmm. Um, Where else would I be? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Evelyn, Evelyn Sanchez comes out to the garden. Uh, and she says, uh, Greenfist, how are you holding up there? I'm holding myself up fine, thank you. <laughs> she says I'm in more in the um, emotional sense. Can't complain? <laughs> she says, look, I know that you and Flamingo were close. <laughs> and that the grief process is different for everyone. She says, I just want to know what stage in it you are at. Uh, whatever the last one is, we'll go with the last one. <laughs> Acceptance. Acceptance. She says, she says, uh, compost. <laughs> Fertilizer. That's how most things end up. She says it's true. Um, she says, I haven't told anybody else in the team this, but uh, I also at one point was in a relationship with Flamingo. I knew it! <laughs> how did yours go? You know, the whirlwind thing, you know, uh, I was I wasn't in charge. You did whirlwind too. <laughs> <laughs> she says, uh, "You know, I, I, she says I was uh, young and aspiring uh, in the uh, extra governmental forces here. You know, trying. This is not yet the commander I am today." Uh, she says, "But uh, you know, I it was the I'd never been attracted to uh, any of the uh, any of my charge any of the charges before, but." Uh, she was quite seductive. She uh, made me feel like the most important person on the planet, which was very alluring. She says it, you know, was seduct- you know, it was just a intoxicating relationship. Uh, and then, and then, all that magnetism she used just stopped. She got bored with me, or moved on, or whatever. And she said it almost felt like withdrawal symptoms from a drug. Yeah, that sounds about right. She says, um, I just can't fathom why anybody would want her dead. And, and if it, you know, and what Mace has to do with it, what that could possibly have to do with it either. She says, it just doesn't make sense to me, Greenfist. Well, surely there's someone who didn't take the breakup so well but 
to murder her. That's just... <clears throat> it wasn't me. <laughs> Emotions are strange and powerful things. And I'm largely grateful that they're a human concern, not a plant one. <laughs> she says, but you were human once, yes? Yeah. She says, uh, I know physically you're made of plant matter, but she says, how much of that is... She says, how much human brain is left in there? Mm, I don't know. I think it's mostly plant. (laughs) (laughs) But there's enough human brain left to think that that mostly plant. No self-awareness. Okay. Uh, Shadow Dancer. Uh, You're at the Shadow Dancer Cantina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, where the uh, the uh, the uh, bartender uh, he, he, he prefers to be called Burnham uh, is sitting there, and he says, "Welcome back." Thank you. He says the usual. Please. Need to drown my sorrows. He says, um, I've done some computing since the last time you were here. And? He says, I have a need for input that perhaps you can provide. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Can't wait to see where this is going. He says, um, he says, I have been keeping track of the number of times you have drunk yourself into a stupor. (laughs) And he kind of gestures to the whiteboard behind him. (laughs) And then what conclusion have you drawn, Burnham? He says, I have not drawn the conclusion yet. Things are inconclusive. My query for you, Shadow Dancer, is why do humans do things that hurt them? <laughs> you have one. <laughs> mm, I don't know if I can explain without a drink in front of me. He, he sets your usual down in front of you. Alright, I take a sip. He says, for example... Alcohol is poison. Uh, one second. This is uh, this is Chris. How may I help you? <laughs> Hi. Hi. So we were. Oh yeah, robot. So he says. So for yeah. example, alcohol is poisonous <laughs> to humans. Yet you consume it. <laughs> Well, I... (laughs) I drink the alcohol to forget the future that might have been. (laughs) He says, do you have precognition? (laughs) No, I just... 
I had a dream once of a happy family and little shadowlings running around. <laughs> he says, and when you use dream in this sense, humans use dream as a metaphor for goal, correct? Or a fantasy, I guess. He says, so your goal is to produce offspring. Drink my drink. It was, but not anymore. Now that she's gone. He says, when you say she, do you refer to Flamingo? (laughs) (laughs) I do, yes. He says, might I make an observation as a robot bartender? <laughs> yes, please. You're not that. No, that's Amanda. <laughs> What's your observation? Um, he says, I looked at the information that you have given me in previous encounters about Flamingo and... I think you almost killed Amanda with that last flamingo. <laughs> and according to my calculations, you are 5% compatible and 95% incompatible. Perhaps a human that is higher than threshold for compatibility would be good. <clears throat> what, do you, what do you know, you metal bastard? There's no percentages of the human heart. (laughs) He says the human heart is divided into four chambers. I think, did we determine that I can't move other objects, just myself? Uh, You can, yourself and like 50 pounds of what you're carrying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What? I, I, I jumped the bar and <laughs> and and subdue the robot. I'm going to reprogram him to know that it would have worked out between me and Flamingo. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, as, as you, so you, you, you jump the, you jump the bar and tackle this robot to the ground. <laughs> Um, and he says fail safe protocol initiated and he powers down (laughs) Uh, and then like metal sliding like uh, windows like slam down in front of all the booze oh you just cut off your booze sore (laughs) I reprogram him anyway Okay. Uh, you flip him back on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I turn him back on and get on my side of the bar. He says, "Would you care for a drink?" Yes, please. He says, "Too bad you shouldn't have tackled me." Alora. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yes. <laughs> um, Kay calls you down into her lab. 
Cool. I love the lab. I go to the lab. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you see her with the the uh, gold wedding band. Uh, she's got like like a cast of it, and then like some like scans of it. Uh, and she says, uh, she says, so I, I wanted you to use your um your your powers. Uh, she uh-huh. says you have like a good like grasp on like kind of what I don't know how you see it like the signature that this thing is putting off. Yeah, kinda, I guess. Cool. Well, uh, I'm gonna smash this ring into atoms, and if anything changes in that, you need to let me know like immediately. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, while you do that, just in case, I'm gonna stand over here. Uh, she hands you like a very, th- a very thin and too small like lead vest to hand to you. <laughs> right. In case it can't get worse. <laughs> Uh, and she she uh, puts some some goggles that she has like over her locks and like puts them down over over her eyes. Uh, and uh, what's it? I fucking love science. Yeah. Uh, she takes the ring and basically she puts it like uh, she like has some snips. She snips it, kind of hammers it out flat, uh, and then she starts rolling it through this machine that just presses it thinner and thinner and makes it longer and longer. That's good. Um, and, uh, yeah, the energy signature stays the same as it, as it goes, and it, and eventually, like, she's getting it into essentially, like, a long, thin wire that she's... It's successfully looking not fucked up. She says, great. She says, uh, she says, so, uh, what's it like out there in the field? As she's, like, it's pulling... It's lots of bodies... Some fun. She nods. She runs it through again. Uh, Lots of old people last time, yeah. There was like... Oh, no. Super old, though. And British. Oh, she says, I fucking hate the Brits. Colonial, that's co- aggressive. Co- uh, she says, she says, she says they're colonizing bastards and think they invented everything. I mean, oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you she know, grandma's statements usually make me a little uncomfortable. That's fair. So she, <laughs> she says, uh. She says, "What's up?" They didn't want to let. They didn't want to let Gabriel into the house, though. I think it's speciesist. <laughs> she says, "Rich <clears throat> bastards." I know, right? She says, uh, "She says, what brings you on anyway?" She says, "Like, why sign up with Flamingo?" My, uh, otherwise, it's be in my mom's house with seven other siblings and that's fine. <laughs> too many. <laughs> she says that is way too many children for one household. <laughs> Seriously? She says, you know, like, scientists invented prophylactics, like, forever ago, right? <laughs> that's what I keep saying. <laughs> she says, so do your siblings have uh, superpowers, too? No. Came across mine the not so good old fashioned way. And she says, How's that? 
pure accident. Just what kind of accident? She's curious now. You've got her hooked. Science. <laughs> Not a science person. I'm sure you could Google it. Probably have it written down somewhere. Suck in a corner with no backstory. What? Suck in a corner with no backstory. That's an Alice Matt kind of thing, you know. Mid-90s Nickelodeon contrived storytelling. <laughs> Oh, she says, I love the secret of Alice, Ma- Alice and Mac, or Alice Mac, or whatever the name was. Yeah. Alec Mac. Alec Something Mac. like that. Yeah, that's what it was. Secret of Alec Mac. She says, yeah. She says, I really thought Larissa Old Nikki was going to be, like, the next, like, uh, Katie Holmes. Yeah, what happened to her anyway? <laughs> she shrugs. Not Katie Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, she says interestingly that she says this uh, she says this metal is actually it's getting thinner it's getting stronger she says uh, it's very strange she says could you help me with your superpowers to bend this sure alright so how do you want to bet like taco shaped (laughs) roll it up uh, I can origami that shit she says, I was kind of thinking like a net. Okay. Simple, but yeah. Cool. All right, so. Um, I was uh, thinking crane, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she says, cool, I think this device is going to be pretty pretty rad. Nice. All right, uh, Badger. Yes? Uh, are you, you're in your burrow? Yeah. Um, uh, you hear a bing bong. <laughs> okay. Whatever sound your doorbell makes. Not that one, but I understand where we're going. Probably, probably so more like the. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> or is it going to be one of those annoying ones that just kind of goes. Burr. It doesn't matter. I go answer the door. It matters to me. <laughs> no. uh, Hellcat is at your door. Uh, and she is. Leaving? What's that? Are we leaving? No, uh, she's actually uh, she's actually wearing like a dress which you've never seen her wear before, and uh, she's kind of sheepishly holding a bottle of wine. Ooh. Yep. <laughs> Someone wants to get in that burrow. <laughs> Look, let's pause the recording for 20 minutes and do all the burrow jokes. <laughs> I open the door slightly aggressively, expecting Gabriel again, and I've got the word, what do you want, on the tip of my tongue, but then I see her, and instead, I open the door a little wider, lean against it, so what's up? <laughs> you know what you want. <laughs> um... She says, I wanted to come down here and ask you something. Alright. Uh, and then I need you to make me a will save. Oh. A will save? Mm-hmm. Oh, well that sucks to be me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven! <laughs> uh... 
I failed that will say. You uh, you suddenly feel you suddenly see uh, uh, Hellcat's eyes glow kind of red for a second, uh, and then you see her like collapse to the floor. As suddenly oh. you find yourself like looking at your surroundings through a window, unable to control yourself. Uh, you kind of look at your hands. And uh, a voice in your says, says, Oh, hello. My name's Edwin. Want to play? Fuck. And that's where we're going to end the session today. God damn it! And here I thought Hellcat was just going to be seductive. Yeah, I thought I was going to get some. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if it makes you feel better, uh, Edwin kind of figured out who uh, Hellcat was attracted to and then used that as his... <laughs> a little burrow play. <laughs> and, and no, no, as matter, no matter how much you want it, that's not going to be the title of the episode, Sean. <laughs> Damn it! Is it going to be the old and the older? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. Um, go ahead and stop the recording. <laughs>